Hello, hunters, and welcome back to the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast, or should we say the Ultimate Fictional Food Podcast. I am Matt Acevedo, joined by my amazing host, amazing co-host, Christian Humes. Mm-mm. Excuse me, I'm just having uh, some of these Scooby snacks. Oh, man. Oh, mm. are you able to solve any crime now? Are you, uh, do you feel inspired? Do no, you but feel... I, I feel fearless. Ooh. Well, good, man. I hope, I'm glad you're feeling fearless because we're going to have to make some really tough decisions in this episode, in this bonus episode in between um, in between our regular show. Uh, Emily cannot be here with us, so today we are going to be talking about the f- ultimate fictional food. We have eight contenders. And we are going to talk through them um, regular bracket style, and we will have a winner today out of those eight of what is the ultimate fictional food. Yeah, and then next week, hopefully, we should be back with the first match for the second division that's right yeah schedule stuff is tough right now but instead of taking breaks that's why we've substituted bonus episodes that's right things are picking uh, up like yeah, like vir- people time. are figuring out how to do things virtually and make yeah. it look good so things are picking up which is good uh matt today i'm very excited for this because quite a few of my favorite fictional snacks are on this list. There are so very many, just kind of like when we did fictional fans, so we picked the top eight. We picked no drinks because that just kind of made it even harder to cut down to eight. So mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. some of our eight here. If we get a, enough people telling us we forgot some of your favorites, then you know, in a future bonus episode, we could do a second round and then pit those two winners together against each other, as I'm we sure. like to do here on UFC. I didn't know going into this one, Christian, that I... Uh... I actually have a pretty big attachment to all of these. They're almost like characters within themselves. Like, yeah, how big the food property in these fictitious worlds play a factor into our nostalgia for them is crazy. It's awesome. It's very true. I mean, there were others that I wanted to add, but like, I also liked all these so much. That I was like, I'm not even going to drop any more into this list. Yeah. Like, for instance, one thing I'm just honorable mention, but the beats from Doug. Oh, everybody so loved the beats, but not on this list. Um, let's start out. So we're doing we've got eight. So which is typically seems how some of these bigger bonus matches go. So it's going to be basically a double, 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 double match. So who's our first two? All right, let's get into it. Our first round, we have spinach from Popeye, Popeye specialty spinach versus Reptar bars from Rugrats. Now. This yeah. is this is interesting. Yeah, I think one is the superior taste and look, mm. in my opinion. Mm. I think the Reptar bars are like out of this world. They have a green filling, a green chocolatey, gooey filling inside the milk chocolate shell. It makes you want it. Yes. But Popeye's spinach gets you to be incredibly strong. Yeah. So. Some fun facts about Popeye spinach. It's not just Popeye that gets strong. In fact, he has used it once before uh, on one of his antagonists. Bluno? Who was sick. Yeah, sick in a hospital. It was used for him to make him better. Uh, oh. it's, been, it's been taken by uh, one of the, the women antagonists that Popeye is not allowed to hit. And so Olive took it so she could fight her. Um, but the most interesting is that when Popeye was originally conceived, spinach was not any part of it in fact he was just always tough he was always strong and then it was kind of added in and then it became the standard not even just a standard it's in his theme song yeah it's uh kind of incredible that it holds such a place and what's also weird to me about it is like so 
it has this magical property, right? Which there are some other foods on here which have magical properties. And so we're going to have to determine early on, like, how important is that? Is, like, just by having a magical property, does that make it better than another snack? Because, obviously, then that's kind of going to eliminate almost half of these snacks here that don't have a magical property. I, You know, that's a good point. That's a good but, point. But here's the, here's the weird one I just have to say about spinach. It's commercially available everywhere, even in the Popeye universe. In fact, one of his enemies wants bought up all of the spinach through a monopoly to keep Popeye from getting it. I I I am just taking this moment to really appreciate your knowledge of Popeye that I had no idea you had. <laughs> I did some I did some research before we had this episode today. <laughs> yeah. I mean Popeye spinach it is just spinach. It, it is. is any spinach. At least in his universe though, it endows you with like super powerful strength. I mean, it, it physically morphs their bodies when they take it. Like he's turned into like a rocket and flown into someone and hit and like blasted them. Yeah. I don't know if that's supposed to be like a metaphor, but that's what w they show. Yeah. But like, what if like, what if that causes harm? You know, like you're on a first date and then like you eat steak, like a nice steak dinner with a side of spinach and then you go to hold your partner's hand and you like crush it on accident. <laughs> You have to give, like, her oh, some, no! the, give her some spinach. Uh oh! But like, you can't ask everybody to eat spinach. It's fair. I. What are your thoughts on spinach? Because I personally, I do, um, I'm fine with it in a salad if it's in a good salad, and uh, I think it's really good like in pastas and or like on like white pizzas. But I don't know if I'm really into spinach on like the side, just like cooked spinach, like steamed spinach. Yeah, I don't know. It's not my favorite on its own. That's you know, like I think it's a good base for a salad, but I think what makes it good is everything on top of it. Like it, it and I think it, the texture of spinach goes great in pasta. Uh, I totally agree with you there. I don't think it on its own. It's not my favorite. Like I, I, I know for sure if it came down to taste, I'd go for. I'd eat a whole bag of Reptar bars by myself. So I try to hide them in the freezer, Christian, and pretend they're not there, and then. And then every time I went to the kitchen, grab one anyways. The Reptar bars? Yeah, man. You, so you've eaten one? Um, I did, but it's like, it wasn't the same. Okay. It was like a FYE, like promotional thing, you know? Yeah. So I've always been curious as to what it was because I, I, I was growing up, I was always kind of 50-50 on the Reptar bar because there's something kind of captivating about it because most chocolate bars it's you know it's either caramel or nougat on the inside like with mm -hmm. nuts and this had this green stuff and i'm like is it good is it bad is it like a gusher do i want that i don't know but it's yeah. bold it's bold I, it is very bold i i always thought it was a, i think there's a description of reptile bars i'm pretty sure it's a chocolatey it's a chocolatey center a green green chocolatey center yeah it is um and so the chocolate supposedly it's chocolate nuts and caramel and green stuff and that's swirled with like the green stuff so i think the green stuff is probably kind of like <gasps> a dyed nougaty caramel or well, like here's, sugar here, oh this might be here's the thing christian i remember it now the fye promotion it wasn't chocolate i remember because they wanted your tongue because the whole big thing was that it turns your tongue green in the show so in the real world when they made actual reptar bars they made it so you could make your tongue green it was green frosting in the center okay that makes sense. And I actually think that that works. Um, and this brings up a good point for us, and I think might resolve this first match. Is spinach a snack? No. Are we doing the ultimate fictional snack or the ultimate fictional food? 
That's a good point. That's a good point, man. Because it feels like we're doing the ultimate fictional snack. Because if we're doing the ultimate fictional food... It's got to go to spinach. It's probably got to go to spinach. So what is what are we doing right now is the question. Which are we more interested in finding? And, the uh, snack? Because we have, we have another snack coming up. We have... I mean, primarily speaking, everything on this list is a snack, except for about Spinach. two of them. Yeah, there's one other that doesn't necessarily constitute oh, a snack. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like we've kind of got to decide here what's more important, because this is the ultimate fictional food. That is like sort of what we said up front, and the rest of these are snacks, and snacks are arguably some of the best kinds of food, but I think... If you ask me, personally, I think the Reptar Bar is better food. You think it's better food? Yeah. I just, I, I think this, I think it's just spinach. It is just spinach. It's I, to just me, you know, spinach. You know, what, you know what I think it is? I think it's like the spinach is the strength that you had within you the whole time. Like Bugs Bunny's the stuff. <laughs> it was it's just, just the water. friends that we found along the way. That's right. Was, that is right. I, 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 I'm kind of leaning towards Reptar Bars. Yeah, I mean, look, this is the ultimate... Fi- we're trying to find the ultimate fictional food, which is why we're going to have to do a second one of these because the the Flintstones ribs are going to have to come up as well. I mean, there's oh, a lot yeah, of crazy stuff out ribs. there. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of snacks on this list, which... which And the reason I was saying, like, what what's more important? Is it the food or the snack? Is there's a very specific thing that well, all- to be the ultimate fictional food you have to do, and you have to be really tasty. And spinach is spinach, and Reptar yeah. Bar is chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate beats spinach every day. I think so. I'm calling. I think that's. I think we got a decision, man. We got a decision. Reptar, Reptar, where, where is Reptar? Where is he? He's going to the next round. That's right. <laughs> that's up. Uh, we have another interesting matchup. This is the Willy Wonka's Everlasting Gobstopper versus SpongeBob SquarePants, the Krusty Krab's Krabby Patty. Now this now, is it's a not tough the one. Krusty Krab pizza. No. It's the Krabby Patty. Just before anyone yeah. is getting upset, we, we can't put two SpongeBob's on here. We got to have one. You got to go with the classic. Yeah. So now we're talking about a burger versus a candy. And I personally, I don't know how you feel about this, but I make a very strong distinction between a candy and a chocolate. I do too. Oh my God. I do too. That's crazy. Candies are this- like, they're like hard and like uh, sour or like um, tart. But it's... It- yeah, but well, candy is also sweet. Like it's a sugar base. Like chocolate is different. Chocolate always has chocolate. So, yeah. Like, I think like you. I guess I guess you could say chocolate is a candy, but not all candy is chocolate. But if we're talking of. about the everlasting gobstopper from the Willy Wonka right. movie. This is technically a meal. Oh, very interesting. This goes through every single course, and you you just by sucking on it, you're able to taste every single course, which to me sounds like disgusting. All at once, it's like this is too much. What is going on here? And it'll turn you into a blueberry, um, because it's not done yet. But the idea is incredible. Wasn't the shape of it interesting? Wasn't it like it looked like an atom or something? Yeah, it was like very. It was like a like very cubist. It was like yeah. a lot of like chunky pixels almost. <laughs> it really you know, did, it looks man. like it looks like it'd be like the the gem in an indie game today. Um, oh my god, you're right. Like bits, star bits, or something. So so basically, we're we're trying to decide what's better is like a delicious cartoon burger or an unfinishable candy. What are your <laughs> feelings on Jawbreakers? Go. Don't like Jawbreakers. I because don't like the same Jawbreakers. thing, right? Basically, 
They're just it's basically much it's bigger. a jawbreaker. Yeah, it's just, it's just a jawbreaker that you suck and you taste yeah. different. A bunch of courses. Because I, I like the gobstopper candy you can get because they're really small, like jawbreakers. Like, but they're not huge. This is sort of in between. The everlasting one seemed like it was you weren't going to put more than one in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, I agree. On the other hand, you have the to me the, the Krabby Patty is a perfect burger, and it's literally it's 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 even in animated form and it's shown in real life form it looks like such a good burger yeah i mean people obsess over it uh i mean we've seen um corporate espionage by the likes of plankton just to get the secret to the crusty crab burger it, it made one bite made squidward obsessed yeah and quite frankly i mean and the only reason i'm bringing this up just so quickly it's like there's probably a lot to say about the Krusty Krab Burger, which we could save for a later match, because I don't, as much as I like the idea of a candy that you can never finish, um, it is in itself unfinished, because if you eat it, you turn into a blueberry. They, as far as we've seen, they've never finished it. That's so right. There's no complete form of the Everglass and Gobstopper, and I don't think you should be punished by a food to be, and also be the ultimate food. I agree. I think that's that's like... And that kind of hurts itself in the battle. I think it gives the edge to Krusty to the Krabby Patty. Yeah. Also, like, where do you put it? You, <laughs> and then, put it yeah, on my it's nightstand. Like, it's, but know? then I'm not going to want to touch it again. It's just the idea of returning to a used yeah. a used ball that that rehashes the a meal of like Thanksgiving dinner just sounds disgusting to me, dude. It's super gross. And Matt, here, Christian, why don't we share this one? And it's like, can you imagine? You know, like in the 50s, people would do that, like share their gobstoppers. That's nasty, dude. Even Ed, Ed and Eddie, I don't want to, I don't want a jawbreaker. Yeah. Um, they sure made them sound great, but also their faces looked painful whenever yeah. they would have them. So, yeah. So I think we're giving it to Krabby Patty, man. So I guess we're saying that you get nothing. You lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> Doopity doo, and that <laughs> that means that the Krabby Patty is going on to face on Reptar bars. Do we want to continue forward, or do we want to resolve this first? Oh no, no, let's continue forward, and then. All right, then our next matchup of of the Ultimate Fictional Food Podcast is Dragon Ball Z's Sensu Beans versus mm. Scooby Doo's Scooby Snacks. So the Sensu Bean is interesting because it seems like it's both. Filling and revitalizing. You only need one, and it yeah. will completely heal all ailments. And if you're a Saiyan, it, it, you'll 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 come out of it stronger than you were before. It's pretty incredible. Um, just the re the, like, I don't know. It's just who thought that like a small little being like that, a small little being, could have so much power. It's very concentrated. We could cure coronavirus with a sensu bean, dude. I suppose that's true. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. It's just like I think it seems like, like, like it takes a very long time to make them because they, it does. They only have a few at most ever, and that's in between like decades sometimes. Yeah. So it, it sort of makes sense that they pack such a punch. Yeah, I think so too. Um, on the other hand, we have Scooby Snacks, which mm. which which are snacks, but if we want to get dig, which gives Scooby Doo the ability to you know, overcome his fear and it's a great incentive and gives him confidence and it's named after him, but I don't think it's actually like Scooby related, which I, I always thought was confusing, you know, but if we want to dig deeper Christian, 
and go into like a pup named Scooby-Doo where Daphne's butler would make Scooby snacks custom that were like, here's like a cheese pizza Scooby snack. And here's like a, a, a ham omelet Scooby snack that like to me always looked, sounded delicious and yeah. like seemed like a whole meal to me. Yeah. Scooby snacks are, they are like the real life equivalent, like would be like begging strips. Like, it's the closest, like, begging strips when I had a golden retriever growing up were this, like, bacon-smelling and looking dog treat that you'd look at it and you'd be like, I don't know, maybe I'll try this. <laughs> you don't. You don't ever actually do it. It's okay but if you, you did. you think about it. You think about it. Um, I would eat a Scooby snack, I think. Oh, maybe, yeah. depending on what it is. I don't, know if Shaggy, I don't know if Shaggy counts because he eats, he's a human and he eats them all the time. Yeah, it, but he's also like on something. It's impossible to know what what they are because there's been times where like they just have a big sandwich. He's like, "You want a Scooby snack?" And then he gives him this like eight foot long sub. And yeah, he's like, "Oh, that was a great Scooby snack." Real life Scooby snacks, they have made that. It's kind of disappointing. It's just like graham crackers. Yeah, and they've always looked just kind of like cookies. Um, which I guess that's ultimately what we have to assume is that they're they're sort of like some kind of baked cookie. Whether yeah. that's like a goldfish style cookie because they do cheese ones, or if it's like a graham cracker base, um, it is some kind of a cookie. So we're debating between a cookie and a bean. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, you know, one heals your heals your cells rapidly and makes you stronger. One can turn you into a rocket ship temporarily, and then you come back down. Yeah, Scooby snacks are kind of just. Like the cookie version of spinach. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Right. I think the magical properties of the sensu bean kind of outweighs the Scooby snack. It does. But then the question becomes now like everything else about the sensu bean, though, is like, I think, lame as far as being a food. Whereas like I would say the Scooby snack is not as powerful as spinach was, of course, but um, it's actually a food which seems enjoyable. I mean, you get the variations on it, Christian. Like, in A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, I think every episode had a different type of Scooby snack that sounded awesome. It was like the experimental phase in the 90s, like late 90s, when chip companies and cracker companies would make these weird, like, concoctions. Like, here's, like, Pringles pizza. 3D Doritos. Yeah, 3D Doritos. Like, that's like a Scooby snack to me. It's like that weird phase in the 90s of snacks. Yeah. I feel like, personally, as much as a sensu bean is a great piece of food, um, it's not a better snack, but we are here to talk about foods. But, like, again, you're not eating it for sustenance. You never will have a sensu bean because you're hungry. You have a sensu bean because you will die if you imminently <laughs> if you don't. That's true. And, you know, it might have a better purpose in, like, an ultimate, um, like, magical item or something. Yeah. 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 I don't think in in a snack though. I, I I agree with you. I think it doesn't belong here. Yeah, it's it's. I don't. It doesn't even really qualify as a food because you don't eat it as a food. You eat it not to fill up, but to heal. That's like not if I why went after think after school. I'm think right now. What's helping me kind of figure this out is like after high school or middle school. You go home. You turn on G4 TV. Olivia Munn and uh, Kevin Pereira are doing Attack of the Show. And you're like, hmm, I should make a, I should make a little snack. This is what I'm thinking of. It's like, what these are all the ones that have moved on so far are all things that I would totally like snack on yeah. while watching like G4 TV after yeah. school. Well, because they're they're actually provide sustenance, which spinach short does 
but it's not like an enjoyable like oh i can't wait to have like a can of spinach yeah because that's always also just shown eaten straight and and tensu beans just fall into the same problem of like i'm gonna have a single bean get out of here yeah have a box of scooby snacks instead i'm just gonna down this like a monster and no one's gonna judge me because i'm not gonna care exactly man so i think scooby snacks needs to go on i think so too well looks like your kamehameha gone from this fight sensu bean jinkies nice scooby snacks is going on to fight one of these people one of these food items we have from the lord of the rings franchise lumbus bread versus it was lumbus bread lumbus bread i'm probably butchering that potatoes lumbus bread it is lump. I thought it was lumbus. I don't know. Well, that bread versus lumbus bread versus um from Arrested Development, Bluth bananas. All right, sell me on the Bluth bananas because just immediately looking at this, see what happens is you get to this final round, and now we've 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 come up with some rules here, and it's like, well, the lumbus bread, you're not necessarily eating it because. You're like, oh, it's the most delicious thing. You're having it because you need sustenance and it fills you up. Yeah. Bluth bananas, it's just, uh, I don't even know if people ever commented on how good the bananas are. Just that in within the f- storefront of Bluth bananas, there's always money in it. Yeah, there's always money in the banana stand. They're like chocolate dip bananas. Yeah, which is, I mean, let's be real. That's a good snack. I think that's tasty as hell. Yeah, I think that's all right. I think it's fine. I've never been a big banana split guy, and it's weird because I love bananas and I love ice cream, but I've never found the mix uh, particularly like, oh, I can't wait, except in a banana bread. Banana bread, chocolate chips, fantastic. Yeah. I think it's just frozen bananas there, dude. Yeah. Um, that's See, this is weird. Personally, I almost am more interested in the lumbus bread than the, than the bananas because I think... Uh, People don't seem, even on that show, seem to really care about the frozen bananas that much. No, I totally agree. And for me, I think, yes, Lumbus bread has this property, but unlike the sensu bean, the Lumbus bread looks like a great loaf of bread wrapped in its leaf, like, like that beautiful, like, giant grape leaf. Like, it, it is just so perfect looking. Like, that is a loaf of bread. Yeah. And it must be tasty. Like, they seem into it. Um it does have a bit of a sense of being like quality to it, but it's going up against something so lame that in no way I I think I think it has to beat the bananas out here. I agree. I, don't I think, think you'd have to beat bananas to choose to. the bananas. Hey, burn down the banana stand. The lumbus bread is moving forward. There's we always in- money in the banana stand, but it's not always moving on. That's right, and which means we are in our semifinals round. Uh, before we de- declare who is the ultimate fictional food item. We have, in round one, well, let's get back to it. We have Reptar Bars versus Krabby Patty. Both okay. Nickelodeon properties, both really good looking. It's mm. kind of tough. I, To me, right now, I can talk more about Krabby Patty. Because here's okay. the thing about Krabby talk Patty. Talk to me about Krabby Patties. I, I think it. it. I think there's something to, there's something to a, a program or a story that makes you want to desperately know what's in it. Like, Reptar Bars was a little, like, we don't know what it is, but we figured out what that was. But Krabby Patty, we don't know 
what the secret formula is. Uh, and we always want to know. And especially to the point where I remember watching the, when it came out on Nickelodeon, the training manual episode, the training, Krusty Krab training video. And the whole time it's, it's like building up to reveal what the Krabby Patty secret formula was. And then it, it like, <laughs> and then we get that. Uh, it's like, it's time for the Krabby Patty secret formula. And then it's like, I remember when it revealed, it said, and the Krabby Patty secret formula is, and it went to credits, like, immediately, I lost my mind. I was like, <laughs> I thought Nickelodeon cut it early on accident. I was furious. I was with my cousin Jason, and we were both furious. And I think that says something about <laughs> about the Krabby Patty. You're insane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here, here's where I'm falling on this. I got to tell you... Um, I love SpongeBob. I have slightly more nostalgia for Rugrats, and that's just because we have a slight age gap between us, and Rugrats was on when I was younger. Uh, and about six years later, by the time SpongeBob, that you were like, you know, so age-wise, you hold more nostalgia towards SpongeBob than I do. Although I will say, SpongeBob is definitely a better show. Although I just, I just don't have the nostalgia for it. I have that the makes... nostalgia for Rugrats. I was a big, big Rugrats fan. I just mean in like the way that like Rugrats gives me sort of a nostalgic sense that spongebob doesn't quite just because i was a bit older by the time spongebob yeah finally aired um you're old man i forgot i'm not that old there's it's just like you know what what kind of unicorn blood are you not really on that long you know it's like (laughs) christian's like secretly like has some sort of plan where he's like rubbing some sort of lotion to keep him looking like 21 you know moisturize me it's uh Um, if that's either sorry, I was thinking that's either a Doctor Who reference or oh, it is a Doctor Who. Yeah, (laughs) so gross. Yeah, I mean it's our first ultimate fictional character. Got to got to do that throwback. Cassandra. Um, That's a that episode, man. That was some wild stuff. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna say: is I think Reptar bars are incredibly compelling part of this conversation. But ultimately, we have now a burger going up against a chocolate bar. And I absolutely love chocolate. It's one of my top five things that the world has ever created. But at the same time, I can't just eat chocolate all the time. I can't just eat Reptar bars. But you can eat burgers all you want. That's, yeah, man. They're burgers filling. aren't that bad for you. No. And I mean, also, like, you can get an impossible Krabby Patty these days, I'm sure. You, you can know? get a pretty patty. Yeah, or a jelly, a jelly, a jelly, uh, Krabby oh, Patty. Oh, the jelly patties I always thought looked really good. Dude, they keep yeah. enhancing this burger, yeah. Christian. Yeah, I mean, I just I think the Krabby Patty is a more compelling fictional food because of the company around it. I think the Reptar Bar is like really like it's it's so close and tight because it also has like has a mascot, it has a TV show, has all those things. But the Reptar Bar came from those things. Whereas yeah. the Krabby Patty is is the reason everything around the Krusty Krab exists. If anything, the Krabby Patty is the thing that gives the plot to SpongeBob. If there was ever a plot, right? Yeah. And so I, I personally, I would have to give it to the Krabby Patty. Me too, man. I'm totally with you. So, roo roo, rip rippers. Looks like they're, they're gone, babies. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it was a roo roo. Is this supposed to be Scooby? It's a, it was like, it's a kind of, I don't know if I'm sounding anything like it, but there was a, a moment where Stu is like, like his, you know, Tommy's dad, Stu, 
says, yeah. rip, rip, rip. I don't know why. Rip, 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 rip. He goes, rip, 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 rip. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember that. I remember the song, rip, and then there's like an operatic part of it. That was Reptar on Ice, dude. Yeah, Reptar on Ice. It's great. Nice. See you later, Rugrats. It is time for your nap. Carly Patty is going to the finals, which means we have one more match before the finals. We have Sensu Beans versus, oh, sorry, excuse me, Scooby Snacks versus Lumbus Bread. All right, Matt. So now we have an interesting battle here because Lumbus Bread qualifies more as a food than the Sensu Bean did. Yes, uh, that's and true. And it looks good. Like, it looks like I've always wanted to try it with the downside of knowing, like, I can't eat that much because then I'm just going to feel full. Right. But I have always wanted to try it because I love bread. I would put bread up there with chocolate and ice cream and even maybe like some kind of like, a, like it's on that pantheon of the best kinds of food. But also so are cookies. Right. I kind of feel like as a, like, if this is the ultimate fictional food, like, I don't know, because it's interesting that both of these kind of have properties of something that, like, lost in this in this episode. Scooby Snacks kind of fulfills the role of, of uh, you know, confidence and, and, and finding strength within. While Lumpus Bread literally gives you, like, sustenance and, and fills you up. It does, it does. But I feel like a lot of the Scooby Snacks stuff don't actually endow you with power in the same way that the other ones do. It's more of, like, metaphorical. Versus yeah. like spinach and lumbus bread and sensu beans. And now that's making me wonder, like, are these foods given these powers? Because without it, it's just kind of like it looks like a flat piece of flat bread. Oh, my God. That's it's kind like, of an interesting question. Right? Like, no yeah. one's like, I need to get, like, a whole bunch of lumbus bread. And you can't just get it either. Like, they get it from the elves. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems kind of unfair to just kick it aside because it has magic powers and that kind of but at the same time like if we're talking about the food itself all we know about lemon bread is that it's very like gilded as you mentioned like the way it has like the grape leaf over it and it looks very nice and but it's um you know no one's talking about the taste the texture do we you know what kind of a crumb it has we is don't. it is it is sweet it salty crusty does it have like Powdery? a spongy inside is it airy like a sourdough Christian, I could hear you talk about bread. And like, I didn't know I could hear bread talk sound so incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a little bit of like a, a ear ASMR thing. I was like, oh, yeah, spongy bread. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just I really like bread. And there's nothing I like more than a fresh bread, which is it's still a little bit warm on the inside. You know, the outside is very like crusty and then like you cut into it. But then the inside is like it's like that spongy soft, maybe even like a little moist. But like the rest of it's still you know, from the outside, it looks dry, but like the lumbus bread, it almost looks a little bit like a like a harder, drier flatbread, something that would like travel well. It looks like, I mean, let's be real, like it's kind of meant for war. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like it so almost it probably looks like, like a matzo bread or something. Yeah. Something that's really low hydration, so it's probably also not going to go bad fast. It'll always kind of taste stale, yeah. but it'll survive. Yeah, I don't Who think that cares? sounds great. Yeah, I think Scooby Snack sounds way better. I want that bag of 3D Doritos, man. Yeah, I want some 3D Scooby Snacks. Yeah, I think they, yeah. I think Scooby Snacks gets it. Yeah, I think Scooby Snacks got to get it. We're gonna have to throw the Lumbus bread into the uh, fiery pits of Mount Doom. <laughs> That's right. The long journey home for Lumbus bread. <laughs> 
That means Scooby Snacks is going up against the Krabby Patty for the title of the Ultimate Fictional Food here on the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. Let is let's get it on final round. Let's go. Um, I I want to say right now, whoever wins here, it's like they're both great. They're both fantastic. Right. You want both of these foods. Yeah. Um, Krabby Patties. What is the patty? Is it beef? Is it crab? No one knows. No one knows what the patty is? I thought it was more of like a secret sauce formula. It is. So I actually think Krabby Patties, it's like beef. I think it's beef. It's sea beef. It's yeah. A sea, it's made from sea cows. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough. Like, why? Hmm. Because there's part of me that just wonders, like, is the Krabby Patty just supposed to be the Whopper? Incorrect. It is actually supposed to be an In-N-Out cheeseburger. Okay, which is it funny. It is actually modeled around In-N-Out. That's funny because it always felt like that to me, like at least since I've lived out here. But yeah. I just assumed it wouldn't be because it's not as well known and like you know, or or at least the crusty crab still feels more like it's a McDonald's alternative, you know, because In-N-Out doesn't do all the different things. Like you basically kind of have the burger, and that's what the crab patty is. Yeah. It's a simple um, burger. You could feed a family of four for 20 bucks and get consistent quality every single time. You don't need to buff it up with bacon and stuff. There are better burgers out there with premium toppings, but for a solid burger that price point, it's just a comfort that you need for a Southern California day or a day under the sea. Yeah. So uh, allow me to just put something forth for us to consider because I think it, it, it's an important distinction in how we can come to the winner here. Um, the Krabby Patty is really integral because of the crusty crab. But as far as it goes as a fictional food, it's a very like specific analog to something that exists. Whereas the Scooby Snack, I feel like was something that they created as almost like a like a tool and like this like the Scooby Snack feels like something that doesn't exist, whereas the Krabby Patty feels like something that does exist. Do you know what I'm saying here? And like, yeah. I think. Like, I can't tell, like, that might be a distinction that maybe pushes the Scooby Snack in some ways above the Krabby Patty. Just as, like, as a fictional food, they came up with something that still feels real, but it doesn't, like, really exist. Whereas the Krabby Patty, they were like, well, what's an underwater burger? We're going to make it the Krabby Patty. But that's, even if it was, like, crab, I think that still sounds bomb. No, it does. It's not, this isn't in no way meant to take away from the Krabby Patty as much as it is... The Krabby Patty is less unique than the Scooby Snack because the Krabby Patty has a real-world analog. Like, the Scooby Snack, like, we're still trying to figure out what the real-world analog is. There's, like, still, like, a mystery to it because of the fact that it can't really exist. Like, there is no, like, box snack that you could just dump into a dog and humans can both just sit there and pound away at, like, right. that, like you obsess over. Um, whereas the Krabby Patty is, you know, like, I've seen the line to In-N-Out, but that's real. <laughs> that, that's yeah. a thing. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Is that important in this determination between the two? Because without that, I'd say, like, they've in some ways defined what a Krabby Patty is better than a Scooby Snack, so it makes it easier for the Krabby Patty to win. That's, like, the the two things, like, that I'm trying to decide. Like, the Krabby Patty, I feel like I know what it is better. Even though we don't know what the recipe is, I I know what it is more than a Scooby Snack because a Scooby Snack has always been this sort of, like, nebulous thing that's been shown to be, like... Well, a Scooby Snack could just be any snack that Scoob is having, or I, I, it's actual Scooby think, Snacks. I thought Scooby Snack was literally dog, like a dog biscuit, like in the show. Because it's, it's changed. It's totally changed. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because we've seen Shaggy. Unless Shaggy's just eating Scooby Snacks. Dude, I think that's it. Because Shaggy is, you know, Shaggy. But then... He's like a weird dog owner that eats his dog's food. Okay, but then but then keep in mind, if the snacks are that good, that a dude is having them not just to try, but he's going back for more, maybe they're really, really good. But at the same point, he's the only dude eating them, and I think he's got a little he's a little under the influence. Oh, you think he's a freak? Oh <laughs> Well, no, I mean he's the only guy eating this freak. dog food. I think he's just under under some sort of substance. It I think sounds he's like, like he might be a freak. <laughs> he, look shaggy might be a freak okay who likes who likes dog snacks no one else eats them like that's daphne fair. fred velma no one else eats eats them that's fair yeah and I, I think that's like that's a problem you're right you're right i think i personally think in some ways there's something more unique to scooby snacks than Krabby patties and that as like being a fictional concept, I think I actually like that better than the Krabby Patty. But because we don't really know what a Scooby Snack is, and because pretty much no other human than Shaggy eats them, yeah, that's that in it of itself kind of makes it hard. Like I'm not picking the best dog treat; I'm picking the best food. Yeah, I I, I would have to agree with you. Yeah, uh, that's where I'm at. If 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 I would honestly, if it came down to like the whole Scooby Gang eats them. Then yeah, I think it goes to them. But at the end of the day, it's just Shaggy's one of those weird dog owners that eats his dog's biscuits and likes them. I would agree, and especially considering we've seen Krabby Patties eaten by a multitude of species, such as sardines, uh, anchovies, anchovies, squids, squids, sea sponges, sponges starfish, st- crabs, uh, 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 squirrels, uh, sea cucumbers. Kevin, the sea cucumber. Uh, yeah, uh, whales, uh, squirrels. That um you know uh, uh puff fish, yeah. Squirrels. No humans that I'm aware of, except for the real world analog. But um yeah, for uh, I I think that's that's got to be the answer. I think so too. So there you have it. The Krabby Patty has taken the win, and the secret formula is Scooby Snacks. No, <laughs> <laughs> the Krabby Patties are made of Scooby Snacks. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I want to see that crossover. Krabby Patties are people. Krabby Patties are people. Uh, oh, that was I, I'm fun. happy. I think this is a good decision. I think so too. Krabby Patty is pretty pretty bomb, dude. And I bet a jelly patty would be really good. Yeah, they look delicious. I've always yeah. wanted jellyfish are one of those things that aren't going to taste good and are probably going to be poisonous. But boy, I, I love want to bite right into one. You know how that show is so smart, dude. Yeah. It's oh my! A great show. You remember remember Pretty Patties? Oh my god, pretty patties, dude! SpongeBob made fun of like trendy food yeah. before trendy food really became a thing. Well, I, it's probably always been a thing, and we were just too young to be aware of it. True, that's true. But you like, know. like I feel like that was like that's a perfect example of like social media today with like with food. You know, yeah. it's trendy. Hundred percent. That's so brilliant. Totally agree. Well, there you go, guys. The Krabby Patty is our ultimate fictional food winner. Of this round, we might have another one. Um, there's a lot of food out there. Yeah, you know, maybe he has to defend his title. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just want to remind everyone uh, coming up for Division Two. Uh, I don't actually remember off the top of my head what order they're in, but these are the four characters that will be in the first match. There is Jackie Chan, Hermione Granger, Chris Turk from Scrubs, and Alphonse Elric 
from Full Metal Alchemist, which was submitted by one of our listeners, Stephen Moore. If you want to drop us a review, kind of like Sneaky Bear did. Sneaky Bear, thank you so much for giving us our 100th review here on the Ultimate Fiction Character Podcast. That was very kind of you. And uh, you have also, Sneaky Bear has also gone and submit in their review a character for the bucket, which you can do as well by leaving a review. And uh, that character is Jareth the Goblin King. Oh, my God. Into the bucket. Thanks to Sneaky Bear. So thank you again. Um, Matt, where can you be found on the socials? Guys, you can find me at the Matt Acevedo on the socials at Mass Effect Ventum, at UFC Pod, at Headpoints Podcast. And yeah. And uh, Emily's not here, but she's at Frankly underscore Emily, which our socials, like mine, at Christian underscore Humes, are in the show notes. Yeah. And I guess oh. we'll see you. Oh. Yeah. And um, I almost forgot. I can talk about this now. Uh, if you're listening to this this week, when this comes out um, next week, I'll be um, I'll be moderating the Fire Force panel for Funimation on their Funimation convention, Funimation convention stream, um, and I'll be doing other stuff throughout that. So, yeah, pretty weird. Awesome. Yeah. Very awesome. Uh, thank you, everyone, so much for listening, and we'll see you in the ring.